Hello and welcome to the Dadcast, episode 51. On the show today, we'll be speaking about your little darling's wonderful art. We'll be speaking about dry January and we'll have a little bit about resolutions. You are listening to the Perky and Man Dadcast. So hello and welcome to the first Dadcast of 20. 20! Mr. Alexander Perkins, how you doing? I'm good. I'm really good, actually. I'm really, really chipper at the moment. I feel like I've come out of the end of the terrible twos that I've been kind of in for quite a while. And I feel like, I don't know. I mean, you know, you've got older kids than me. Mine are four and a half and two and a half. But I feel like we're out of the woods. <laughs> I don't know. How, <laughs> is, is this the age where you come out of the woods, two and a half? I've not really mentioned it on the Dadcast, but for the past few months, I was going to mention it last time at Christmas and then I completely forgot to, but Emily has been a bit of a handful for the last six months. Like She got to the stage where if you wanted to put clothes on her, change her nappy, it would be like Armageddon. Like She would hate it. She would hate it. Even if she was in a really happy mood, you'd go, right, let's get your clothes on. And it would be a fight. Getting into a car seat, it would be a fight. And it'd end up being you'd have to really kind of get your elbows in to sort of pin her into a car seat. It was horrible. It felt <laughs> like, but it feels... And, and, and also, she was born when Tilly was two. So like we had like those first two years with Tilly. And then Emily came along. And then we've had two and a half years with Emily. And at the moment, there are still, you know, a few little things to deal with. But generally, they're both being really sweet at the moment. Like since Christmas, they've both been really lovely. And I'm kind of like in my head going, we're out of the woods. We're out of the woods. We've just got <laughs> we've just got two daughters now. Not we don't have any babies anymore. We've got kids. That's great. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's great though. What's yeah, the next big the... problem then? What's when does it when does it go bad again? <laughs> I don't know. Good days, bad days, good times, bad times. Uh, Georgia's still getting into our bed, uh, apart from the last two nights. So I, I don't know, and she's five. Oh, I don't know. You can you can drive yourself mad, can't you? I think it's that thing about working things out and, and working that by this time this is supposed to have happened. Well, I know we've talked about this before. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then also comparing the children because actually, you know, same parents, same environment, same upbringing, but can be completely different. Yes, um, yeah. We learnt a couple of years ago when we, we've got friends who have got, well, they've got an older boy, but they've also got twins. And they are both brought up exactly the same. I mean, they were so kind of, you know, because they've got the older boy, they were kind of quite interchangeable when they were younger. They were just like the twins, you know, they were both doing the same thing at the same time. And, <laughs> and, and, they, and they were both very different. And it was like, well, they've both been brought up the same way. There's been no preferential treatment. They've not, one of them's not been neglected and the other one loved, but they're both, they were both so different. So you go, okay, whatever you do, your kid's either going to be a nightmare or they're going to be brilliant. And I guess if you, it's like taking the rough with the smooth, isn't it? It's like the fact that yeah. my daughters are really lovely at the moment is not my doing as much as when they were horrible. <laughs> it wasn't my doing either. <laughs> I can't take the credit yeah. nor the blame for how they are. I guess it's just enjoying the good times, isn't it? And then on the in, in the in the rougher times, just sort of seeing it through. And, and but but equally, it's that thing of going, you know, they're only going to be this age for a certain time. And you know, Phoebe, who's eight, we were looking back at some photos and going, oh, she was so cute. And do you remember the cute things that she used to do? Um, yeah. And she, you know, and, the, and then you look and go, oh, she's not like that now. But you know, probably when she's fifteen, we'll be looking back and go, oh, do you remember when she was eight? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Hello. You are listening to the Perky and Man Dadcast. Perky and Man Dadcast. It's really funny because this morning on the radio they mentioned Boris Johnson. 
And uh, Georgia said, oh, Boris Johnson, he's the Prime Minister. And we said, yeah, yeah, he is the Prime Minister. And it made me think, I wonder if at the age of five I knew Margaret Thatcher was yeah. the Prime Minister. <laughs> I'm not sure I did because... Because I don't think I did at five, you know, which is, makes me think, ah, kids are probably a bit more savvy, not necessarily because of social media, because they don't use social media. Maybe we just talk about it more, maybe whatever. Anyway, she said that. And I said, oh, yeah. And she said, and, and Donald Trump, he might get put in prison. Wow. Because of the, because the impeachment. And then she said, um, he's a bad man. And she said, and I don't want to be a, a president when I'm older. I want to be a hairdresser. <laughs> <laughs> It's just like, okay, well, don't, yeah, it's fine. Don't worry. I don't think you're probably, I don't think you're probably going to be a president, but a hairdresser, yeah, that's achievable. (laughs) It's just that, it was the the connection, though, between her, Boris Johnson, then straight to to, to, uh, to Donald Trump, which was, okay, there's the link, to then, oh, I don't want to be a president. Well, well, I she, might get put in prison. She probably so, looked at both yeah, of their dress. both their hairstyles and went, "Gosh, someone <laughs> yeah. someone in this world needs to step up to the plate." We, I, I was looking at my phone the other day because a friend of ours, we were going to message him, and I, I wanted. To, when was the last time I sent him a message? And the last message I sent was a picture of Boris Johnson and Donald Trump, and said um, right. Jedward haven't aged well because they were big fans of Jedward. <laughs> and uh, and Emily was like, "I want to see, I want to see." So I showed her the picture, and she looked, and she went. Oh, they're so cute. <laughs> <laughs> so I think your daughter's more clued up than my daughter at the moment. Oh, not necessarily. It's just a funny. It's just funny though, that isn't it? That, that you you get that that thing that's uh, that there are certain things that mean so much at their age. So, for instance, that connection with prison, and so she doesn't want to be a president because she might get put in prison. Yeah. Um, <laughs> That becomes a ma- you know a major thing for that moment, and there was sort of there was quite a lot of panic on her face. Now that straight away, as, as most children do, that then goes boom and moves off. But it's just really interesting, you know, certain things that that become so big. So you know, yes. I, Georgia makes a lot of stuff from school and brings them home, and and Sophie and I, you know, oh that's fantastic. And then it's it's how quick can we either recycle. Or put them in the bin without her realising. Right, this is exactly... We'll come back to this. This is exactly our thing at the moment. Yeah, okay. Yeah, and sometimes, you know, a bit later on... Yeah, anyway. But the point is that, that actually at that moment, whatever she's showing us or the fact that we've mislaid it or, or lost it or whatever, it's just the biggest thing ever. That's it. That's major, 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 major. And then <laughs> uh, a, a few minutes later, a few hours later, it's it's gone and it's moved. And the amount of stuff that I've got that Georgia has made around the house that I leave and maybe three or four days later it's gathering dust and it's like now I can throw it <laughs> yeah now it's now it's out of their mind you can get rid of it this, there's so much to unpack from the last few things you've said because there's so much kind of like I've got, oh, I'm, I must mention this and I must mention that I'm going to mention the, um, the, the art thing Tilly started yesterday she started Create Club which Ooh, is great. Like like an, an after school club where you go along and it's people from all the year groups so there's like older kids and stuff and you make something and we've heard good things about it so we pay a bit extra and she goes on to this create club and I went to pick her up yesterday and as she walked over to me she gave me this thing and I'm going to tweet a photograph of it <laughs> <laughs> I'll try to describe it um, luckily I have to say luckily after she gave me that the teacher from create club came over and said and this is what she made in create club and actually this was something <laughs> just from school that she'd made um, and I'm going to I'm going to tweet this photo but there's a, a cornflakes box with a bit cut out of it. There's a cocoa, <laughs> oh, classic, a, a mini cocoa pops box. There's oh great, great. There's a, a sellotape, an empty sellotape roll, 
uh, an empty big sellotape roll. None of these things are stuck together. They're just all kind of piled in. Half a box of some sort of like Italian savoury snacks. Just a box. A tube of bicarbonate of soda. And a Clarins cardboard box. Now, a couple of bits have got some bits of sellotape on them, but they're not stuck together at all. And she just had this and just it was like, this is my art. And it was like, it's, it's just... Rachel and I just couldn't go. I'm going to tweet this picture. And, are we, you know, you can't take the mick out of their creative process, but... No, no, this, not at all. This was a big pile of steaming crap. <laughs> Oh, well, that's the best thing, though. You take the picture, you've got that as a memory. You can then show that to her in years to come, but but then get rid of the monstrosity. Get rid of the thing. Well, because we've still got, like, this big stack from when she started preschool of every day she'd, like, bring back, like, her bit of art. And we'd, um, we'd, we'd, we'd like, put a date on it. And we were going to, like, you know, do we keep all the art or do we photograph it? And yeah, so we've got a record of it. Yeah. And then now, I mean, I said I, I said a bit too loud the other day, which is a bit of a shame. It was about two hours after school had finished. And I came through, I was tidying up. And I said to Rachel, I said, I mean, do we do we get rid of this now? Or do we just keep it for a couple of days? <laughs> and she was like, look to me like, she's in the room. Like she was yeah, yeah. transfixed with TV. But, oh my God, what am I doing? No, don't say that. <laughs> yeah. Oh, but this was, this took the biscuit. Rachel and I were wetting I ourselves. That. Like trying to keep a straight face, going, what, what does this mean, Tilly? Oh, it's a, it's a this and it's a that. And you're like, oh, it's just a pile of rubbish. It's, it's funny, though, isn't it? Because, you know, you obviously you get sort of undiscovered pieces of art by famous artists or yeah. a poem written by a pop rock star when they were, when they were younger. And yeah. then they, they die and then you hear it goes to, I don't know, Sotheby's or something and gets, you know, sold for lots of money or becomes a real... There's always that idea in the back of your head that, yeah, but what if... You know, they become a bit famous on this. Then we've got an original piece of art as when they're a, when they're a kid. <laughs> you just think it's just ridiculous, yeah. isn't it? It really, really is ridiculous. But you think but, there must be a cutoff point? Your cutoff point of kind of going when exactly. Mick Jagger was three years old, he wasn't the artist. <laughs> no, I think no. You're right. You're right. That that is uh, that is right. Um, I, and actually, do you know what? The, also, what makes me laugh is that some of the things that uh, are given in to uh what's it like junk modeling is that what they called it junk modeling or, oh is that it you know yeah it's funny isn't it because toilet rolls is quite a staple yeah but toilet rolls if you think about it it's hanging out in the toilet for quite a while <laughs> and people are sort of handling it and you do sort of think it's probably not the best thing to give into a school to to to, to do some junk modeling really if you think about it but yeah. there's also we've we've had some some funny things come through because you mentioned clarins box and that's like yeah. oh clarins some you know some, <laughs> even like that's we're talking about the makeup aren't we i think yeah. is that right is that right clarins yeah, yeah. i think so yeah like moisturizer but, or something but yeah the, the yeah. The, yeah but i've seen a couple of times that some prescription boxes have no. come through yeah, and they've obviously taken the name off, but it's just a bit of a weird one because, you know, I haven't got a clue what it is. And it's only a box, isn't it? It doesn't really matter. But it's just really funny. I'd, I don't think I would give that because for whatever reason, I just wouldn't. And there's some, just some odd things that have come through because, you know, the staples, as, as you sort of put there, t- um, wow. uh, cereal boxes and sellotape. But when it's things like prescription boxes... and Mr Henderson's some, Viagra uh, Supply. <laughs> With the, with the name still on it and the address. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Baby talk, but not baby talk, with Perky and Man. Every morning, I usually take the girls to school and quite a lot of the time pick them up. But anyway, the morning routine has become so sort of really fitted into the routine, as in the timing of most people are actually quite precise. Okay. Because I've started to walk past the same people 
at the same time. It's really weird. And there's, you know, quite a few people who, mainly school people, uh, uh, including walking past people and passing them at the same point because they're slower than myself and the girls. Yeah. I'm not only seeing the same people, I'm passing the same people. People getting out their car at the same time, Perky. Oh, wow. Seriously. Yeah. I know, it's a bit freaky. And also this gentleman who I've seen for a couple of years who, you know, initially you just walk past and you ignore them. And then you walk past and acknowledge because after so many weeks and months, you've got to acknowledge. And he was a friendly looking chap uh-huh. to then sort of going, hello, morning and waving. I think there's a Mickey Flanagan sketch about this, about passing people um, <laughs> and, and, and being able to say hello once or twice. But then but then you can't say it again in the day and then you have to hide from them. Uh, and I usually pass him taking the girls to school and then coming back. And the second hello is always a little bit more awkward because it's like, we've already said hello. We've done uh, that. Yeah. And then... And then a couple of times we've spoken about things, but not too much. But it's this weird thing. And in a way, it's quite, it's quite nice. But at the same point, it's like, oh, this is really weird. I could change my route, but that's the best route and the quickest route for me. That would um, be weird to change your route just so you don't have to say hi to the old man getting out of his no, car. No, 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 not to him. No, 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 not to him. Okay. No, that's, no it's, not, it's not him. No, he's great. He's, he's, he's fine. You know, it's, it's the fact that everyone's doing the same thing. Yeah, it kind of sort of yeah. freaks me out a bit. And especially today, as I said, as the, as the guy is getting out his car and getting the, his children out of the car at the same place at the same time. It's like, whoa, this is almost a bit weird. You know, it's everything is bam, 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 that bam, bam. That must be really weird as well for uh, people that commute on a daily basis oh yeah oh yeah because yeah. then people yeah, yeah. end up with the same seats and the same carriages and the same tie you know and all that kind of stuff and i find sometimes if i go into london early like in the rush hour i sometimes feel like if i you know i go and sit down in a seat and i think i've probably scuppered everyone's system this morning everyone's yeah. routine because yeah. it's like the guy that would normally sit there has now got to sit in another it's seat, the- maybe that one. <laughs> yes. And that scuppers yeah. the couple that come and sit. So she's over there and he's over there. And like just, you know, just all over the place. It could have been a really good thing, though. It could be a sort of really good butterfly effect because the person who has to move over there meets someone and gets to know them and then does a really good business deal. Yes, yeah, and yeah, then the, yeah. Cu- the couple who have, to, who have to move away from each other were actually having a bad week, but by getting a, going apart, they had a, a moment to think about themselves, and then when they got back, <laughs> when they got out, they were back together and everything's okay. So, you know, you've got to think of a positive way. <laughs> we should all just go and scupper up the rush hour just to do that, just to give everyone a, yeah. a, fresh, yeah. a fresh start. Um, yeah, I've, I've yeah noticed we should do. that taking my girls to the park has become very tricky lately i took them to a, a new park the other day i thought i'm gonna i'm gonna take them out to a new park yeah and there's a there's a new kind of housing estate and they, i saw they were building a park and so we went up there and it's got this nice big park but the problem is i've got two very different daughters i've got so four and a half and two and a half and the four and a half has the ability but not the confidence and the two and a half year old has got the confidence, but not the ability. <laughs> yeah, that's, a, right? that's an interesting mix, isn't it? Yeah. yeah, it's a tricky mix because I've got like Matilda, who is more than capable of climbing up, you know, this rope thing. So she was climbing up this rope thing and she was like crying and screaming, going, oh, help me, help me. I'm just like, you can do it. Look, just put that foot there and that foot there. And that, yeah. and, you're, and you're doing it. And just go. No, help me, help me, hold me, hold me, hold me. I'm like, but you can do it. You can do it. I need to go and, you know, I need to go and like look after Emily. And I turn around, and Emily is at the other side of this rope climbing thing, whizzing her way up. <laughs> and I'm like, Emily, come down, come down. You can't do that. <laughs> and it's just so stressful because like whenever you try to sort of like look after the younger one who needs help climbing up stuff because she's just like, I'm just going to run up and then I'm going to fall. You know, 
and then Matilda's like, Dad, come over here, come over here. Yeah. It did It did mean this morning, Emily says something quite funny. We, Me and Rachel were in the kitchen and then we had this thump and this these tears. And Emily had <laughs> once again climbed up onto the arm of the sofa and fallen off. And anyway, distracted her, gave her a grape. Everything was fine. And then she was still moping about a bit. And she walked up to me and she said, I'm not very good at falling. Well, it depends which way you look at it. Actually, She's very, very good. good at falling. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well done, you. The Dadcast, slowly weaning you onto solid parenthood. Perky, I am doing dry January. Well... I don't want to don't for want to the trump first, you. For the first time, oh yeah, what you are you doing vegan? Are you just are you not eating or doing anything? We're doing Is that, are you just we're doing dry veganuary. Oh my, yeah, okay, that, that's just, that is just soulless. <laughs> and I've got, no, by the way, I've got nothing against vegan food because there's a lot of vegan food which I really, really like. I just think that would be a step too far yeah. for me to do that. Yeah, you have absolutely trumped oh, sorry. me. How, how, you how are you finding much. it? How is it working out? Actually, fine. No, it's fine. It is. I've got to admit, there's been a couple of moments I was like, I really wouldn't mind a beer. And actually, what I did is I got, Soph got me some beers and I got a couple and then I bought an alcohol-free wine and none of it tastes that good. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) So it kind of made me think, I actually don't really want a beer now. Yeah, no, it's fine. I mean, it was needed. I needed to not drink alcohol for quite a while. Rachel's given alcohol-free gin. Oh, I've seen that. In fact, I had one. I had one at Pizza Express the other day. Did I had you? a alcohol-free, yeah, and it was really good. And yeah, and, and was that with good. tonic or just a gin? Yeah, like... it was, oh yeah, yeah, oh yeah, with tonic, yeah. But what? it was it was good. Have you ever had just like just tonic with ice and a slice? I have, and actually, my parents uh, have that because they do dry January every year. Okay, and they essentially that's their alcoholic drink. They have is essentially tonic. Because that's yeah. cause that, that that is. That's the taste of gin and tonic, isn't it? Isn't it is? Really, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, like when, yeah, it is really. We had this. We we had this thing. We had it in the gin and tonic, and it was like I, all I can taste is the tonic. And then try yeah. to have a bit of the the gin by itself, and it was like it was like someone had like marinated some rose petals in some yeah I, glucose. Like it was like weird. It was it didn't taste anything yeah. like gin. No, I think you're right. I think it's 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 the tonic you can taste, and actually, you know, even have tonic and. I don't know, something, put something in it, put some fruit in it or something. But yeah, it's the tonic. I agree with you. Because actually, all it is, you almost need a little kick, don't you? And tonic gives you that sparky kick. Yeah, yeah. Oh, because I realise that I can very easily come in after, you know, a lot of work or whatever and this and that and kind of go, ah, oh, let's drink some wine. And, and I will again. But actually, it's I've realised from not drinking anything that I don't necessarily miss it. It's I need some kind of kick. And whether that's a, um, a not a cup of tea, well, I don't really actually drink tea and not uh, not coffee at that time not later in the day but something yeah, yeah. maybe a little you know and i don't like coca-cola so i don't i don't drink fizzy drinks really but it's something i, I know what you mean with that drinking thing so we've done veganuary i think it's for the third year and the first year was a pain in the backside and then last year was like well, okay it's fine this year it felt a lot easier just because we've kind of got used to it so it's just like you know as long as you've got like some non-butter spread and you've got some oat milk or whatever then the rest is just making food that doesn't have meat in it, like or milk in it. You know what I mean? It's like there's substitutes for stuff, and it's kind of fine and, and whatever. And we've, you know, there's we've got a vegetarian cookbook, and and that's kind of pretty vegan. And we can just change a couple of things and make it fully vegan, and it's all fine. And you don't need to buy all the kind of vegan ready meals no, because just in no. the same way that you wouldn't buy non-vegan ready meals. Funny enough, I mean, we we're eating a lot more vegan anyway now because yeah. well, we are. Um, you know, we've seen a load of documentaries and we've 
red stuff and you you just you know you get wise to it don't you you know it's not it's not rocket science um, and plus if it makes you feel good it makes you feel good i'm certainly still going to eat meat definitely but not all the time and certainly not rubbish stuff but my big thing with vegan is the eggs i think that's for a lot of people isn't it yeah it's eggs the eggs tough. that I, that i miss and and, and good cheese Yes. My, yeah. F- f- looking around the, the cheese, there's just some stuff which is not very nice, and that's the main thing. But I, I think actually, in the main, apart from a bit of chicken, we're e- we're eating mainly vegan. There's yeah. a, a, the the whole vegan range has just exploded within the last year, hasn't it? Yeah, 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 yeah. And it's good. You know, there's some really good stuff there. And I have really to say, good. like with the diabetes and stuff, which is my kind of way of monitoring kind of anything anything kind of to do with your body keeping itself in you know. With with having yeah. no drink, and I, to be honest, I didn't drink after last dry veganuary. I kind of didn't really drink much last year at all. I sort of had maybe I'd have a glass on a Friday night, or maybe a glass on a Saturday, only the weekends. I really cut back and I felt a lot better. And this month, my diabetes has been brilliant. Like even even without even trying as hard, it just kind of is just yeah. It just everything's just flat like you should like your body's just kind of working a lot better and i don't know if that's because yeah. i'm keeping fit or because of the vegan stuff or because of the it's a combination and it of just feeling good and i guess doing what the body needs yeah 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 but i, I think right so going back to being a parent with the drinking thing what i did realize last year for me anyway was wanting a drink wasn't particularly the drink I wanted it was like when the day or the afternoon with the kids had been a bit manic and a bit noisy and a bit you just want that moment of like the cork moment just that just that sound <laughs> or the or the can <laughs> yeah. you just want that noise and so sometimes like if Rachel was going to have a, a drink I would open up the bottle and I'd pour the glass and it'd go glug 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 and then I'd go right do I actually want one and it was like oh no I've I've done that thing like by opening it and by <sighs> pouring it if I think about it again then, <laughs> then it's yeah. like, I've done it. I'm fine. I don't need it now. I don't want it now. <laughs> That's really good. If you can do that, I would... Uh, I, well, e- equally, I've not had anything for a couple of weeks, so I can do it. But yeah, that's <laughs> really good, though. If you can actually... If, I know, I do know what you mean, though. I, you know, it's like whenever you hear it on um, maybe a radio play or something, and you hear that... Yeah, then, yeah, 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 yeah. You know, and you do sort of go... You know, it could be in the morning, you, you, but there's that moment of like... Ooh, oh yeah, yeah. Oh God, can you imagine though? If, if uh, I mean, we put the alcohol business out of uh, just completely out. Uh, if, if if people just could get the same sensation from hearing <laughs> that, <laughs> if you just had a bottle, <laughs> but as you tipped it, it made that sound, and you could just go. <laughs> <laughs> but I think parents yeah. do that. I mean, I think the reason why, like you know. You know, parents, they always say, like, you know, get addicted to gym when they have kids. I think it is just that, like, that switch-off moment, that kind of going, yeah. ah, I'm just going to be me again now. I'm just going to just relax from from the, the kids' stuff. Because they're in bed, they're asleep, they're fine, you know. Actually, sort of going on from that, I think, just, just briefly talk, mm. any New Year's resolutions for you? No, I haven't actually. I normally would do some. I mean, I so last year, I've, I don't know if I've said it on the Dadcast before, but... Um, I might have said it to you. I've been doing lots of running. We've got a little cross yeah. trainer in the yeah. in the spare in the um, in the garage, and I'll go in there. And I've it's become part of the routine in the morning of going in there and you know bashing out a little bit. And last year I did a thousand kilometers. That was my target. Yes, I remember. Yep, yep. And I got to it. at the end of November. I, I, I realized in the last week of November I had about thirty to go, and I thought, well, if I 
do a little run then then I can do a half marathon to finish it and do it before the end of November and then December I can just do nothing and I can veg out and I can drink and I can eat whatever whatever. (laughs) so that's what I did and then I thought well maybe I'd do a thousand miles so that I could sing to myself I will run 500 miles then I will run 500 more Oh, yeah. It's a lot more than 1,000 kilometres because it's like 1,610. Yeah. So I've started. I did I did about three days and then I hurt my foot. So I was off for a week. <laughs> <laughs> and then I've got back on it again. So, yeah, I'm doing I'm doing that. And I think that'll oh, do. That's, that's great. Yeah, yeah. That's good. It's good. It just helps me out with the diabetes and stuff. But that's good. That's good. What about yeah. you? No, that's... Well, kind of. I mean, I don't, and I'm not really a person that sort of says about resolutions because, in a way, it's, you know, you just, you make a lifestyle choice whenever, don't you? You want yeah. to change something, you change it. But, but New Year's is always a good time. Um, well, two things, and they're not, they're nothing like that. But one, I just want to read more. Yes. And I want to get through at least one book a month because last year was just appalling. I just didn't read that much. So I kind of want to go, right, make myself read a book a month, which is not many. And I'd like to read more, but last year was bad, you know. Um, and so, yeah. And the other thing is, I want to learn to juggle. Oh wow! Because, okay. Uh, yeah, because you know what? I, I remember years ago, someone. Uh, I think it was at Mountview. Actually, I think it was Tess Dignan. Do you remember Tess yeah, Dignan? Yeah, yeah, voice Mount coach. View. Yeah. Remember? Yeah, voice coach. I remember her saying about having skills, and she's saying, you know, learn to to juggle. And there was a guy in our year, Nick Osmond, uh, who yeah. had many sort of circus skills. And over the years, it's come back. Um, a few times with different people who, you know, been in shows with people and they could juggle and stuff. And the show that I did, the panto I did before Christmas, the director just suddenly was talking to us and then grabbed some things and just started to juggle. And I thought, oh, that's just so cool. And I bought three juggling balls from the early learning centre about four years ago. (laughs) Uh, And they've stayed in the packet. And in fact, I can see them from where I am now. They are sitting on my shelf in the packet. And it's just ridiculous. So, you know, it's not a difficult thing, but, you know, so there are a couple of of, of small things to do, but just to do, I mean, there's lots of other things, but yeah, that's that's it. So I'm going to juggle. Do you know what? I (laughs) want to test you out. Every dad cast, I know it's not great audio content, but every dad cast, I want to monitor your abilities as a juggler. Do it, do it, do it, because it'll it'll, it'll push me. It'll push me. It'll be great uh, because there'll just be silence apart from a couple of like snatched breaths. (laughs) And then all of a sudden, it'll just be like a. Oh, there we go. (laughs) (laughs) Make us part of your routine by subscribing to the Dadcast on iTunes. Anyway, Perky, I think think we're probably about done, aren't we, for this one? I think we are, yeah. uh, You know. I think that will probably probably do. Hopefully, uh, for the next Dadcast, we'll have a little little catch-up from the Toy Fair, which I'm going to hopefully go to next week. And... uh, a little nose about there and see what the big toys are. And then uh, we've got a few exciting things planned for this year. Um, so keep going. Keep, we have. Keep, uh, yeah. Yeah. And tell some, tell some friends. Tell some people. Um, tell some friends about Dadcast. And we've got something we were talking about earlier, which we'll, we'll work out and then we'll, we'll announce on the next Dadcast, I think. Yeah. And because it's that yeah. season, if you've got, if you want to send us a little thank you card for all the hard work we've done for you over the last <laughs> three years, trying to get Tilly to do some thank you letters the other day, and oh, yeah, she yeah. was saying, "I don't want to do any more." And I was like, "No, but you've got to do this. It's really important because <laughs> you've got to do these thank you letters because it's nice to thank people because they've gone out and they've bought you a present and they've sent it to you, and it's really nice, isn't it? It's really nice." 
to to thank them for it so we're going to just write your name on here and we can thank them for for the thing that they bought you and of course 20 minutes later i'm going if you don't write them a letter they won't buy you any more presents (laughs) (laughs) it's just a change and you suddenly have that moment, you switch, don't you? And you suddenly yeah. become the, you, you, you remember being the child going, oh, no, oh. I don't want to do this. Yeah. I don't want to do it. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> anyway. Come on, I'll give you chocolate. Just write the damn thing. Just Come write on. the damn card. So, so we, are, we would like you to write a thank you tweet to us. So that oh, people nice, can see that'd be good. A nice thank you tweet to the dad cast. And then hopefully that means we'll get more <laughs> listeners. Hopefully. Yeah. Let's get more listeners for 2020. <laughs> if you don't write a thank you tweet, then we'll stop making the dad cast. <laughs> People are like, thank God, as it keeps coming <laughs> on our blimmin' feed. <laughs> Perky, listen, happy new year again to you, sir. And, uh, and we'll speak in a couple of weeks. Take All care, yourself. All the best. Bye. Subscribe to the Perky and Man Dadcast on iTunes and get more of this sort of informed discussion whenever they get round to recording the next one. Get in contact by emailing dadcastuk at gmail.com, by tweeting at dadcastuk, or by visiting facebook.com forward slash dadcastuk.